Today we're talking about what to do when you're the bad guy in somebody else's story. You as an INFJ become the villain. You as an INFJ have become somebody who's done something so bad that the other person really feels like you're that bad guy. You're that person. There's nothing good about you. And on top of that, we feel that too. It like really, really hits us. There's a lot on like cancel culture currently. And I, you know, I watched a video recently where I was like, okay, if the entire, let's say society really has it out for you, it can be really, really hard because you confront it with fears that you were carrying within yourself. And you know, you have all of these questions of, did I really do something wrong? What do I believe is right and not? And for us INFJs, it really more comes down to particular people. Before we go deeper into this, remember you can download the free poster on the five pillars to an INFJ epic life. It's the basis to our bootcamp. It helps INFJs to get to the place that they want to be, make the difference that will really turn your life around so you feel like you're living an INFJ epic life. The link is in the description. And if you want some more one-on-one help, you can work with me privately. You also find all the information in the description. I have experienced in my life the biggest shift, the biggest transformation of my life, the reason why I started this journey, this channel, all of that, because of one person who just thought I am the worst person ever. I was selfish. I just did everything that I wanted to do, wasn't paying attention to their feelings and it really hit me really, really hard. And this is something I experience with INFJs all the time. So this isn't just something that concerned me, but it's also something that nowadays I get in positions where people feel like I'm the bad guy, I'm the villain in their story and I can handle it much better. Because in the end, why are we so upset over it? You know, the same thing about like cancel culture and we're not talking about is it justified or not, right? The point is just for some people who are probably more extroverts, having an external, maybe more distant judgment is way harder than for an INFJ it can be if there's this one person we care about most, one person who we want to, you know, impress or somebody who we feel like we have a connection with and they could finally understand us and then that person looks at us as if we did something wrong. We as INFJs are used to people thinking thinking we are weird, we are just out there, we are not like everybody else and we've learned to deal with this. But one of the things that is really hard for many INFJs to digest is this question of, am I a good person? And how do I deal with other people thinking that I'm not? Where really is that benchmark that I can orient myself around? I mean, you know, there's a reason why we're considered, if we have some kind of difficulties uh, or we're not very healthy, we lean towards codependent. In a lot of ways, it is because we care more about other people's problems than they care about it themselves. And, you know, it all comes down to the fact that we are very impressionable. We can absorb so much of other people's emotions. We're empaths, all of that. And that entails that we can put ourselves in other people's shoes. We can look at how it could feel like for that other person. Of course, always keep in mind, it is always through our own filter. And we're going to talk about this in the next video because this filter thing can really keep us stuck and it's a good thing to really look into it but now let's talk about what do we do in that situation like how do we deal with that because if you have gotten to a point where you know people say that you're a bad person and or it's like this one person who says that about you and it really is something as deep as you know you had bad intentions or the way you go through life is wrong or something that you know on some level you 
believe about yourself, something that you are struggling with. We are so like used to in that moment to try to convince the other person that that is not right. And we're not only doing this because we don't want the other person to suffer or because we want him to understand that we didn't have any bad intentions for their sake. We always have to recognize that in the end, it always comes down to how we feel about something. This isn't because humans aren't like, you know, altruistic or INFJs aren't about helping others. It's just very human that we feel those things that really struck a chord in us because we have all done wrong things in our life that we're not even aware of. Not everything that we do has an effect on us because it's not a story that lives in our mind. I mean, just imagine you really don't care about what you wear at all and you don't care about what other people wear. You have no judgment about it and you say something to somebody like, okay, your pants look like last season and you didn't even think anything of it. That person might at that moment feel like, okay, they really hurt me with this. This was so disrespectful. There's no way why anybody would want to say it in a positive way. And you go through your life and you never think about this. This person has never mentioned it to you. You're not aware of it. It's not your story. So I believe we all have done certain things and, you know, said things that might've upset others. That is because that's the story they're living in and we're not even aware of. But the things that really get stuck with us are stories that we sort of believe about ourselves. And that's when we, you know, continue that cycle of, I need to convince that person that they're wrong. I need to make them understand that I had no bad intentions whatsoever, that, you know, I meant all good, that I'm going to actually now overextend myself just to make that point. Because the fact that that person might feel I'm a bad person just crushes me like nothing else. And these things like really go back to childhood. In the end, like, you know, it might've been a caregiver. It might've been some authority figure. It might've been, you know, a friend or whatever it is, somebody where you felt like, okay, if I make that person feel like, you know, I put my needs first and they take it personally and they project it onto me and they feel like I was the reason for it. You know, as kids, we cannot really control what was going on. So of course we feel responsible. So when you're an adult and you have these situations, most of the time it really is trying to fix something that happened a long time ago and trying to have an external person just give us the feedback of no, you're good. You, you did it all right. You're not that bad of a person. I understand where you're coming from. And we as INFJs get stuck in that place so, so often because of our empathy, because of the ability to really absorb so much of what's going on in other people's lives. And when you get to this place, it's really a great wake up call. It really gives you the opportunity to say, wait a minute, I need to change something. Because the truth is that gratification that you're looking for, that validation, you're not going to get it. You might get it from that one person. Okay, maybe that person will understand you, but you will subconsciously evoke something similar in another person and you will, you know, focus on it. You know, not like that other situation where I told you about the pants, you know, last fashion, you, you don't care, you forget about it. But if you really cared about it, if there was like really a story around it, you would, you know, double ask, you would really look at that you hurt their feelings. You would like focus on this and hyper-focus on it. And very often we INFJs even go into NITI loops over this because it can just drive us crazy, right? So when you get into the situation, you've got to understand 
understand you're not going to get that validation. That validation should have come from, as I said, that person that was around you in childhood that sort of evoked this. It might have been a child at your age, you know, not somebody who's necessarily in need to be responsible, right? Like it doesn't matter who it was or what it was, but the fact is that happened and you didn't get the validation that you needed back then. You didn't get the psychological feeling of you're good, you're safe, you are like okay to make mistakes, you're okay to have different opinions, you're okay to make sure that you are good first. And so no matter what you do now, you're not going to get that feeling because deep down there's this belief system somewhere within us, maybe the five-year-old version of you or that seven-year-old version of you who believes, yes, I am the bad guy. Yes, I am selfish. Yes, I'm not really somebody who deserves to be accepted when I make mistakes, right? It's totally okay for others, but it's not okay for me. And when you find yourself in that situation, the only way to really get out of this is to go through that pain, to recognize, well, I didn't get that thing that I needed. I didn't feel safe. I didn't get the, you know, the feedback of you're okay. And to sort of like really go through it and, and feel like, okay, the abandonment, like, you know, triggers that come up, the feeling of not having the social inclusion, not having the safety and to just say, you know, I feel the pain. I understand what's going on. I'm going through the emotions and then I choose me. Now as an adult, I'm going to be the adult that my inner child needed back then. I'm going to be there and say, it's okay if you make mistakes. It's okay if you put yourself first and that has a negative effect on somebody else. It might make another person feel bad when you say, no, I believe I deserve a better life. I'm not going to stick with you because this is just pulling me down with you, situations like this. And this can be a very transformative process. I know it was for me. I've talked to a lot of INFJs who've gone through this. And if you're in a similar situation, just remember it is normal. It is normal that this is going to happen, but you don't have to prove to others that you had good intentions. Just sit there and say, okay, what if that person thinks I'm a bad person? Let me imagine the worst of it. Let me imagine them thinking that I, you know, I'm completely ruthless. I'm completely selfish. I'm, you know, vicious, whatever it may be. And that you say, well, I'm going to sit in that, like in that emotion. And I'm going to sit with it until I feel okay. Because I know at the end of the day, I'm human like everybody else. There's absolutely nothing special about me and special in a way of you deserve less good treatment than others or you know you're not allowed to make mistakes like others are so there's also you know a superiority that comes from that although it sounds like no I actually am a martyr I have to you know I, I do more because I have more strength but very often it still something that we tell ourselves in order to have this position of, well, I'm special. I can do more than others. So I don't deserve the kind of treatment others deserve. And you know, I need to be the one who's saving others all the time. And I cannot make sure that I save myself first. Yeah, it can be hurtful to really think it that way, but it's just human to have some kind of coping mechanisms. Cause once you feel like, okay, I'm different than that. I'm, you know, special in some kind of regard. It allows us to have like this ego protection. It's something different. If you say, well, I have to protect myself like everybody else, because in the end I don't have anything special that makes me feel like I don't need to be protected. I need to protect others first. I too 
have weaknesses. I too need, you know, recognition, validation, social inclusion to some extent. And it's totally okay for me to make mistakes because you know, we're all human, we all make mistakes. And so when you say then at that moment, okay, no matter what, I deserve a second chance. I deserve to forgive myself. I deserve to say, although I'm not perfect, although I might've done things that were not completely in alignment with the ideal version of me, I choose me first. I know that I deserve better. And if you have a hard time really wrapping your head around this, always think of the little child in you. Like I used to have, when I was going through this, a picture of me as like a four-year-old and it really, really helped me. And nowadays I still get in situations where another person thinks I'm, you know, I'm the bad guy. I'm just thinking about me and you know, I'm not loyal or whatever it is. But now at that situation, I can look at it and really ask myself, do I feel like I did something that I regret? And if that is the case, I apologize. I make amends. I get myself back on track. But most of the time I recognize, no, I did what I did because it's the best choice for me. It's the best thing I had to do for me and I'm okay with the decision that I'm making and I'm not so involved with what's going on in the other person's mind, how they're feeling. What is it from their perspective? And you might say, well, isn't that the selfish thing? Isn't it all about us INFJs being able to put ourselves in other shoes? But the point is, yes, we're able to do this. This is our default state. What we have to learn is that we actually also take things from our perspective. Why is it so much easier to understand where they're coming from than where you're coming from. You for yourself have to know that where you're coming from has to be the most important thing. It has to be the most prevalent thing because you need to be okay in order to do good, in order to grow, in order to be, you know, happy and healthy. That other person apparently is putting their view first. They're not able to see it from your perspective and you are now still rationally able to say, I understand what that person is coming from. I know what's going on in their mind. And it's, I understand why I have to be the bad guy in their story in order for them to really go through their emotions and their anger, but it doesn't have to be my story. I don't have to put this on me. This is on them. I know why I make my choices and now I can make an objective decision, how I feel about the situation and stick to it. When before it was all about, oh, I'm just focused on how they're feeling, what's going on with them, how they're suffering because I haven't worked through those issues that are keeping me from actually being in touch with how I'm feeling. So if you're in a position like this, you feel like somebody is telling you you're the bad guy and you're not able to be okay with other people thinking that of you, it's a great opportunity to say, let me work through some stuff. Let me understand what's going on. Let me be able to make an objective decision instead of being always driven by inner triggers, inner fears that are not the healthiest choice all the time. You're not going to become a person who never understands things from others perspective, but it will be much more objective. If you want more hands on help with working through these things, you can work with me one-on-one. You find all the information below. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video on why the INFJ is so intimidating.